Jim. There you are. Jim, welcome. Right. And I got to say to you, welcome back to the Edge broadcast. Well, thank you for having me back. Been a number, been a number of years, and I know you've got some updated information. And certainly, we're uh, we're going to be talking about a little bit about this book here. You may recall you sent that to me, so we appreciate yep. that. And uh, but we're going to got a lot of interesting topics we're covered tonight, and I don't know how we can not veer in a lot of rabbit channels, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, I call them channels. I call them rabbit holes, but there are channels of thought and information. So, well, Jim, welcome back. What's what's new with you? What's going on? Well, you know, I I uh, started. I actually found something that is unbelievable. First time ever in my life. I uh, shared with a ministry. I I've been working with uh, peacemakers, and uh, Pastor Steve Upshur in the inner city of Detroit, working with the homeless and everything. And and he's been cleaning people up, getting them off of addictions. And now all the people that have graduated from that program has gone to another ministry called Detroit House of uh, Recovery, and there they're just beginning to learn. How to move into ministry, how to uh, you know preach, teach, and whatever you know they've been called to. So I'm there now, and uh, I had a situation where I kind of shared with the elders and leaders my calling and and what it was, and I kind of didn't know how they were going to take it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm used to getting ghosted and you know booted <laughs> out kindly out of churches, and you know well we're glad you're doing this, brother, but can you do it like way over there on the other end of the universe, away from us? Wow. And instead, after I gave my presentation. They put me on the board of directors and made me one of the leaders wow. to help organize uh, this ministry into a church, a self-contained church. Mm-hmm. I've never had that before. So many people that are like-minded, they understand my ministry, they appreciate it. They were actually expecting me. Very prophetic people. And uh, in just a short time, maybe uh, eight months, I've grown to know these people just like they're my own family. And we have a sense of uh, communication, a sense of... Um, working together that's just out of this world. I haven't experienced it since I pastored the uh, uh, the, the, motor, the Christian motorcycle ministry that I had. So it's been a very rewarding time. Um, we learn and work as a team. I actually have a staff now of people that are uh, very well familiar with, with this kind of paranormal supernatural work. I have a lot of people that are helping me in uh, abduction counseling. Although I gotta say that uh, about three or four years ago, abductions have stopped. Uh, the only thing I'm dealing with now are ones that are generational situations, either based mm-hmm. on bloodline or on um, and genetics or based on just mm-hmm. um, family cursed kind of things that have been passed down. So, and the Lord told me quite a bit of time ago that in the last the last days, they would, they would move on. They don't need to abduct any people anymore. And so we have no new cases. And mm-hmm. now I got a team of men and women that are involved in deliverance and uh, doing some of the things that, that I'm doing it for the first time. I'm able to expand the ministry that I had, which is just basically me, into 25, 30 people. It's just uh, uh, to say to quote one person, my my future's so bright, I just got to wear shades. Wow, it's just so awesome. <laughs> so it's All been right. a very rewarding time. Well, uh, man, hey, but you know, speaking of uh, speaking of COVID and, and that, uh, is is the uh, COVID vaccine in any way, shape, or form, Jim, have uh, any properties that would allow demon possession? Uh, actually, it's the most scariest thing in the world. It not only, well, you know, a little bit of the history of uh, the COVID. The manufacturers, uh, Mondero and um, Pfizer, are the two main manufacturers. Did you know that they are produced by uh, what used to be called Ig Farben? 
anybody that's Jewish will probably remember, oh, that's the company that gassed all the Jews. Whoa. Well, there's a guy named George Soros. Yeah. He was a 17 he was a 17 year old prodigy child. Um, he was a lieutenant in the um, SS, and he had oversight as an auditor for all of the loot uh, and possessions and belongings of the Jews that were gassed uh, or hung or you know guillotined or however they were executed. Uh, and Burton Evans, um, he was in charge of all their assets and what they would do, everything that they had with them that they took, and then they would uh, research and find out if they owned property, businesses, or whatever, and the right confiscated all of it. Well, he was the auditor for that. And that's why, you know, when he was auditing, we would call it embezzlement now, but he would kind of go like one for the Führer, two for me, three for the Führer, five for me. And he kept doing that until the point where at the end of the war, he bought IG Farben completely, broke it up into different sections, and one of the sections is Mondero, and the other section was Pfizer. He mm. owns the patents on all of the um, design and the manufacturing process. And the two people that worked for him, uh, a guy named Fauci and another guy named um, uh, Bill Gates. Yeah, just a Whoa. coincidence. And Bill, Bill Gates and Fauci were uh, dorm partners, partners when they were in college. Uh, it's just a I, good I old like buddy that. club. I think that, I think that Fauci is a... Is a, is a is a mole, man. I, he, he, every, he changes his mind every day. Why, why do we got to listen to him for? Why are we listening to the Center for Disease Control anyway? You know, the thing with the CDC, whenever you see a picture uh, of the CDC, on the right-hand corner, they have a little seal, a government seal. And so a lot of people used to always think that the Federal Reserve was part of the government. They are a private corporation that actually loans us money on the level of Benny Loan Shark. And... Uh, we're, Trump's going to get us out from under all that crap. But the thing is that um, um, with this whole uh, COVID, it is a – Bill Gates had a film in 1978 presenting to CIA operatives. They said sometime in the future we are going to produce some kind of COVID, uh, coronavirus that will uh, cause a – will create a pandemic, and we're going to be able to shut down and eliminate – Judeo-Christianity in America and shut down the economies of the world to provide a one-world uh, government. And uh, by golly, that's what we're seeing played out right before our eyes right now. My Bible tells me that no weapon formed me, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. And these are the these are the um, the rights for those that put their trust in me. This mm -hmm. is our inheritance. So that's something that I live by. Um, I wanted to prove. That this thing was a sham. Now I'm going to be 70 year old. 70 year old in uh, July 22nd. I have five different immune uh, compromises. Um, there's no way that if I was to get COVID, there's no way that I should survive and live. I'd be like, you know, the number one hit list that you're dead. So I wanted to prove this. I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. I've always done it this way. Um, I'm not afraid. I had no fear about this thing. But I went across the street at rush hour, and I live on a uh, five-lane, double-lane, five-street uh, that is five miles away from downtown Detroit. I went at rush hour to the gas station across the street because I heard that if you were the most dangerous thing to do to catch COVID was to uh, touch the handle of a gasoline pump. Wow. So what I did, I got a film crew out there, mm -hmm. and I quoted some scripture, and then I took the pump, and I licked the handle from the top to the bottom, and then I did a swirly on the trigger. And I said, now, I may get sick but I'm not going to die. I'm going to survive this. And if I'm really fortunate, I won't even get sick. I probably was one of the first ones to get this new strain of COVID. 
I was sicker than a dog for a while. But you know what? I'm alive. There's no reason why I'm alive. <laughs> oh, no. Wow. See, Man, Jim, that, that, was, that was brave right there now. Well, some people said I was, te- you know, tempting God. No, I was led by God to do it. I, he told me, how much do you trust me? Mm. Are you willing to do this for me? I'm going to get the glory from it. Lord, let's do it, man. I'm not afraid. Let's go do it. Oh, I got sick, man. I had never been sick be- as, as that before, but I endured it. And if I had to do it all over again, I'd do it because I proved my point. Mm-hmm. This is man-made BS. Uh, Jim, uh, you are, are you are you one of the very few that believe their uh, the uh, Trump prophecies are still in effect or going to happen? Yes, sir, I do. I do. Now, the the problem is that we get a lot of people that interpret or try to interpret the Trump prophecies. It's really hard to get um, the pure Trump prophecies unless you happen to actually watch the movie, you know, or read the book uh, by Mark Taylor. Um, uh, there's been all kinds of accusations by people saying that, you know, they're false prophets, they're this because of the length of their hair, whatever. <clears throat> Look, I, I admit, when I heard, when I saw Kim Clement, I'd never seen prophecy done that way before. But I learned the hard way a long time ago, don't look at the messenger, pay attention to the message. See if it has any veracity, see if it's consistent. According to Amos 3.7, he says, God guarantees, he says, I will not allow anything to happen until I tell my secret plan to my servants, the prophets. Now, some people say, well, there's no prophets today, and, you know, this is where they get over the Mm -hmm. theological barrier. They just dismiss everything because... They don't believe it even happens. According to Jesus' own words, he said, these are the signs of them that believe. And then he gave them the whole Pentecostal, full gospel. You know, all these gifts are still here today. Paul gave instructions to the church. This is how you use these gifts. They didn't go away when the, when the uh, apostles died. They stayed and remained. And in the last days, we're promised that there's a manifestation of the sons of God where when Satan throws everything at us, God is going to give us everything that he has. That means we are able to walk in all the gifts. We may major in some according to our temperament and everything. I mean, I've been Pentecostal, originally a Baptist, but then I became a Pentecostal um, probably about a year after I was uh, saved. I read, I read the book of Acts, and I'm hearing about speaking in tongues, and I saw in Romans 8 what the instructions of public speaking or private uh, prayer life. I'm going, oh, man, I'm driving to work one day, and I'm going, man, I wonder what that would I wonder what that sound like. And I go, shut on, da, go to yoga. Oh, man, I better stop doing that. Oh, my gosh, I might have it wrong, so I better not say anything at all. So I didn't. And a year later, I ran into a little coffee house left over from the Jesus movement. And uh, they asked me about it. And I said, well, yeah, I did one time, but, you know, I didn't know if it was right, so I didn't do it. And they started laughing. I said, well, Jim, that's why you're so inspired when you're talking, because the Holy Spirit's are you're filled with the Spirit, and God's already got control. And then they asked me, can you do it again? So I did it. And I, they just started laughing. I thought it was funny that, you know, I, I had the faith and the knowledge, but I didn't really have the scriptural knowledge to really know what I was doing, but I was doing it anyway. This kind of sets a precedence for my whole ministry. I've always tried to uh, uh, do by example. I'm not going to just go from a mm-hmm. pulpit and say, well, this is what we should do. I'll go out and do it with you. I'll show you how it can be done. And uh, it's kind of been, you know, what I've done. And, and so I remember in 1978 was the first sermon I gave on what I call the Genesis 6 paradigm about the whole UFO alien, who were the sons of God, and what the, the uh, Nephilim and the Gabor were all about. And I think on the, at that time, probably only five or six people in the whole planet even knew anything about what that was about. Ten years later, play catch up now, you know, there's a handful of people. 
the first time I spoke publicly on it in 19, I'm sorry, no, it was 2003 in Roswell, I was invited to speak, and there was about a dozen of us who were the first, I would say, pioneer watchmen that, that understood these things. We got all together, and for the first time, um, Christianity was a small handful of us was approaching this subject seriously that you know this thing these things are in the scriptures and they're really happening including alien abduction and different things like that so we formed a good tight bond we've kept in I've I've still in touch with many of those people dr. Mike Heister is one of my I like to say a friend um, you know how's a biker welder from Detroit with with a year and a half of Bible college end up palling up with one of the world's uh, most experts on ancient languages of the Bible, Dr. Mike Heiser. I mean, yeah, I consider him a friend. Um, it's not so much his his intellect and his education, but for a guy in that capacity, he has such a humility. Um, I've seen him go out and, and pay the homeless uh, or provide money for the homeless. And he doesn't advertise. He obviously, he's a rich man. He doesn't need everybody knocking on his door, you know, 25 people uh, an hour coming. So he stays low-key about it, but he's... He's that kind of a kind-hearted person. That's what I've respected the most, that he has that much of a brain, but he's put all of his education, his uh, abilities at the feet of Jesus said, you know, without you, I can't do this. That's, that's a rare thing anymore. But we're seeing more and more. I'm seeing more and more of that happening now, things that I never thought would go mainstream. When they did that, um, when the Fall Brothers did the uh, uh, Hollow Earth thing, and they came over to my house and, and interviewed me, I mean, I never thought I'd live to see today when these topics for 25 years, I was a laughing stock of everything. It was kind of like the David Icke of Christianity, you know, saying some pretty crazy stuff. Now you can't turn the TV on without seeing all of this as a main feed, uh, main topic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm excited. Uh, uh, Jim, is there a secret space program? And I know certainly uh, President Trump created the Space Force. So is there a secret space program? And is the Space Force part of that? Well, you know, when I first saw the design for the United States Space Force, U.S. Space Force, as part of the um, um, United States Air Force, when I saw the design and I saw the Star Trek symbol, I freaked. I said, oh, my God, Trump knows better than that. Why would he do that? So it caused me to search out the whole idea of a United States Space Force. You know who set that, uh, you know who laid out the um, the graphics on that? No. And President Clinton started what? the Space Force. Wow. He, it was a paper tiger. He just had it on paper, didn't do anything with it, and it just remained that way. And I think it was because the elite had their own purpose and use for the Space Force, and it never happened. When, when uh, Trump got to become president, right away he started building up the state, uh, the toothless tiger, putting teeth in it. He started uh, building special vehicles. Now, you know, we had a, um, let's say we had a... Um, the um, shuttlecraft, let's say it was that size. Mm-hmm. He built them this big. He wow. built them big enough to have a whole uh, nine or six like special force unit that could uh, bring 30 people back with them, with mm-hmm. a pilot, co-pilot, mm-hmm. and a navigator. So mm-hmm. something was going on. Well, let me ask something, something, Jim. One of the logos, and I and you're seeing me in a green screen, but I I just put up the there's that's not what people see there. I just put <laughs> yeah, up, right. I just put up the space logo, but one one of those. Um, logo says uh, part of their uh, uh, their uh, monikers is as above it says space program or space force as above what is now that's that's a trigger word for me and i'm sure it is as for a, you as above so, so below yeah but if is is it saying as above as in 
look up there and got us and they got us all looking up there at the at the, at the alien guys and the reptoids and whatnot. But really, what's happening is below a bunch of freaks are coming up from inner Earth and going to devour us all or trick us. I mean, isn't that is is this a trick where they say as above so that we don't look below and see where the real enemy is coming from? I think I think it's multifaceted, and that's certainly one of the one of the things to consider. That you know, while everybody's looking up for an invasion, it's actually coming from below. We what we call hell. So yes, there's another thing too, though. As above, there is. Okay, let me put it this way. There is a secret space program. The elites have this. They're way ahead of technology. You wouldn't believe what they had. But they got nine parts of a recipe where we've got all 12. And the three parts are the most main ingredients. That would have to be another show we couldn't even get into it. It gets into quantum physics and also how that parallels with the, um, the ephod that every Levitical priest wore had 12 stones in it. In the Bible, Satan was given seven of these 12. And the three, he's denied. When you do all of the, you know, what the names mean, what the colors mean, it's sound, light, and vibration. When you combine all of that, you get, oh, my gosh, look at this. This can't be coincidental. Here, he's he's got the ability to move in time, space, and dimension, but he gets the three main ingredients he doesn't have. So he's mm -hmm. limited in what he's able to do. Mm -hmm. Now, God has all of them, and he's given a trust to an individual in these last days to be aware of the physics the science to travel space, time, and dimension in a more powerful way than he ever thought. Now, here's two scriptures, prophetic scriptures. One is in Ob Obadiah. It's only one chapter, so it's Obadiah 4. Though thou exalt thyself as the eagle, and though thou set thy nest amongst the stars, thence will I bring thee down, saith the Lord. Setting a nest amongst the stars in the Hebrew literally means to occupy, physically occupy other planets. Mm -hmm. Now, if we're in the last of the last days, guess what? It's already happened somewhere, somehow. Now, Jeremiah 51, 53 is talking about the same thing. We consider, many of us believe that the United States of America is spiritual Babylon. And in Jeremiah 51, 53, it says, Though Babylon should mount up to the heaven, and though she should fortify the height of her strength. That means they're not only colonizing out there, they're building up a, a, a strength, almost like an army outside, extraterrestrial. I'm not talking about aliens or fallen angels. Fallen angels giving them the information. This is the elite who believe they are going to be taken to safety and are already hiding in safety at what they think is safety. But here's where the scriptures just jumped out at me. It says, Though Babylon should mount up to the heavens, and though she should fortify the height, the height of her strength, yet from me, now this is God saying, yet from me spoilers come unto her, saith the Lord. Spoilers. What are the spoilers going to do? They're going to bring them down. They're going to take them from the four corners of the earth, and they're going to bring them back here for accountability, for judgment. Mm. That is a mind blower. So who is the spoiler? The United States Space Force, with a complete understanding and a superior power ability to grab them and take them back here. You can run, but you can't hide. And I believe that uh, Trump has put the teeth into the Space Force to do just that mm. and we're seeing that major prophecy fulfilled before our mm. eyes by, by uh, the way zulu okay and i'm not going to talk about his orientation but he's saying he that they want uh, they want some cash for the the logos said you know and you know saying they stole it from star trek you know well here's the thing about zulu i don't like him and his husband i don't got no use for either one of them so i don't really hear, want to hear a comment from him by the way uh jim we, we do have questions coming in and i, okay. I guess I guess I got. I guess I got to ask this question here. Now, 
you, you opened that door pretty wide when you said you licked the gas handle. Uh, yep. Got two questions on that. One, have you licked any door handles? And two, have you licked anything else anyway? <laughs> Not since that first time. And I don't need to do it again, and I don't want to do it again. Okay, but you. Um, the point is you survived. I survived. Okay. And, I ain't looking at uh, the door everything, handle. Everything says that I should not have survived, but I survived. Okay. And it was it was my faith in the Lord. Okay. All right. And we got this question. Uh, Doreen from the live chat says, Jim, do you think the rapture is this year? I am not going to play that game. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to get sucked into that, huh? No, 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 no. I'm not. I mean, I, I put it this way. Things are coming down. It's crunch time. It's going to be very soon. I truly believe. Now, at 70, I admit it's easier for me to accept or want or see um, the end. I work with many millennials. Some of them are struggling because they'd like to have be married, have uh, children, or see their children grow up. But, you know, God's grace and mercy has called, if we're truly in these last days, God's grace and mercy is on all our children. And they can learn fast. I've seen five-year-olds that are evangelists already, evangelizing other kids because they've been trained up mm -hmm. right by their parents. Mm -hmm. So... Time and age really doesn't mean anything. God's grace and mercy, he knows when it's going to be, and he's going to prepare all of us to either go or be left behind. Now, that I'm just going to stir up a lot of stuff. Some people <laughs> are going to be destined to go, but, you know, there's some of us that are warriors, and it's not because we failed to understand how to follow the Lord and we're left behind. We are left behind because it's God's providence, his mm -hmm. choice. That's what he wanted mm -hmm. to do. That was the model back in, uh, in Genesis when, um, when Enoch was taken. And Noah had to continue on with his family of eight people because they were going to have to perpetuate the mankind so that they could be redeemed. Now, in the latter days, what's called a dual, uh, um, uh, a rule of duplicity, that same type and shadow is going to be replayed in, in time. So one group is going to go. They're tired. They're weary. They just want to go home and rest and be with the Lord. God put that in their hearts. That's why they're going to go. But there's others that say, like me even, I, I one time when I didn't understand God's plan, I'm thinking, well, Lord, maybe I can do something bad so I can stay left behind because I can't go up there and enjoy myself knowing that what I know, I need to be down here and helping out. Well, so, well, so if, have, well, if be, well, being bad is a prerequisite to staying here, I guess I'm be, I'll be here with you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is that we who are warriors... God put that in our hearts. He's preparing us right now. He's trying to get us not only familiar with Scripture and to be ready spiritually mm -hmm. and, and to know um, know Him, but emotionally. The, thing, the one thing that isn't being covered very much, and this is what I like to cover in my ministry, is, okay, we can read it, we can know, and we can prepare physically, we can prepare scripturally to have, stand on the Scriptures, but what about psychologically? Can we actually endure this? We're going to actually go through this? Where are we going to get the strength? I believe right now that God is really bringing a lot of things to the surface to get us prepared and mentally healed for mm -hmm. things that, you know, I had tragedies in the past that I said, okay, I can't look back. I got to look forward. I got to, I just got to move on. But they, some of these issues were never dealt with. There's baggage that I'm still carrying. God is saying, you know what, if you're going to go through this and have the peace that passes all understanding, I got to take care of this, Jim. You got to be healed of this. You're still carrying some hurts. So mm -hmm. I think this is happening with many of us, that we're having things come up that we thought we left, and God wants us to purge these hurts out so that we can be emotionally strong enough to stand against the fiery darts of the enemy. And he's preparing an army to be ready for the latest, greatest uh, battle that has ever existed in mankind. You can't tell me, and there's no scriptural way, that a bunch of losers that couldn't follow the Lord before the rapture, are left behind to be the greatest warriors in the world? No, I'm sorry. 
we have been prepared from our birth. We've known that we've had a target on our backs. We have been black sheep. Whenever the crowd is going one way, we're standing off looking and watching and going, you know what, I'm... I'm not going with a crowd, man. I'm taking my ground. Hey, there's God a, put that in all of us. There's an odd phenomena in the Christian world. Uh, I, I forgot the name of it, but basically it has to do with uh, Christ-like tarot cards. Are you familiar with that? Ooh, no, but, uh, you know, you can you can take a pile of crap and put glitter and candy coat it and everything mm-hmm. like that, but it's still crap inside. You know, God has given us... There, now, well, the, now, many the, the, of the fundamentalists that don't believe the gifts are around mm-hmm. today, they accuse us Pentecostals of, of doing a practicing witchcraft. Mm-hmm. I challenged one one time. I said, will you let me lay hands on you and let me pray in tongues? And mm-hmm. I'm going to wait for the interpretation. And God's going to give you something special that I have no ability to know how anything. It's mm-hmm. not going to be eyes on attention on me. God's going to give you something that's going to help you out, draw him you closer to him. It works every time, uh, mm-hmm. Daniel. Whenever anybody's willing to, to let me go to that point, I get something that they really needed that I have no knowledge of knowing mm-hmm. I could. Well, what, what it is, is it's called, they, they call it a big church out in, I think in California called Bethel church and it's called Christ alignment. And basically it sounds like witchcraft to me. So I don't know, but let me ask you, you talk about never the, heard of it. Yeah. A Christ, Christ alignment. Look, take a look at that. I'll take a look at that mess, me. man. I mean, I think, I think it was where they're, they're, they're mooing like cows and barking like dogs and stuff like that. Like, oh, no, no. Like, yeah, you know. no. I believe in the gifts and I believe in the manifestations, but I, I don't see anywhere in the scriptures that says you start yeah. moving like a moving like a cow or barking like a dog. Yeah. Just, so you, you, you've not done either of those? Uh, no, no, sir, I don't. Everything okay. in decency and order has got to be consistent with the Word of God, and I don't see that in the Word of God at all. Okay. That is uh, Kuntalanti craziness. Mm, okay, okay. All right, let's get some more questions for you, Jim. And uh, by the way, those of you watching the program, we have on a newsmaker line via Skype. Uh, uh, Jim Wilhelmson, and we're talking about the secret space program, Trump prophecies, and everything else that the Lord will bring right onto this program. This is from Melanie Petals. Says, do you think there? Um, does he think there would be a Trump Saria? I'm not. I don't get that. Maybe that's some explanation there. Trump S A R A. Trump era. Trump's era. Trump. I don't know. Well. I, I do know that one thing that most people are not anticipating is that this is not a time of doom and gloom for mm-hmm. any Christian who's put their faith and trust and have been sowing seeds to the kingdom. If you've been serving the Lord faithfully, this next transition is going to be heaven on earth for you. If you're living a self-willed life, you're falling in love with this world, you're compromising in, in every way, shape, and form, dude, you're going to think you went through hell mm-hmm. because you're going to pay dearly. You're not going to lose your salvation, but you're going to go through and pay a price if you are a Christian and voted Democrat, I'm sorry, you're permitting what? Genocide of babies? Mm. You think God's just going to mm-hmm. wink at that and you're going to get away from mm-hmm. scot-free? No, mm-hmm. you're not going to die and go to hell, well, but you are going to suffer a great loss until you have a... You're going to get spanked on your fanny. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a, sh- a shake-up to wake up so that he gets his church all on the same page. Okay. So Now, the, the, the battle that you're sort of saying is coming sounds pretty... Uh, traumatic are the remnant are they going to have supernatural powers or is it going to be like uh, I'm going to go down and vote for somebody today in my battle against the wickedness down there or I'm going to 
they're going to have supernatural powers. Mm -hmm. They're going to be able to have the, what, what the Bible calls the manifestation of the sons of God. We are going to have access to all the gifts that God has given mankind, given us as spirit-filled Christians. He's going to allow us to move into those operations. As I just said, just putting my hands, printed tongues, getting an interpretation right then and there, something meaningful that's going to draw that person closer to Christ. This is something that we're beginning to teach here in Detroit. Detroit has been prophesied as being the ground zero for mm. a, um, a revival that's going to reach all of America and then throughout the whole world. And I, I don't say this to try to be an elitist, but I feel that I'm in a ministry that is part of this ground zero area in Detroit. Wow. You know, we're the only city in the world that has not uh, burned and looted and destroyed our own property by these peaceful protesters. Wow. We haven't had anything burnt. We haven't mm -hmm. had... One thing you'll never hear... When uh, when Black Lives Matter and uh, Antifa was inciting riots all over the country, they tried to incite one in Detroit. Mm -hmm. You know, the Detroit police, now the, the line between Detroit and the suburbs is Eight Mile Road. They were trying to go down Eight Mile Road on the road that I live on, on Gratiot, and they were going down Gratiot, and I'm only three miles away from that. And what you don't know and have never heard on the news is the fact that when Antifa come up to that point, the police had a uh, like two rows crossing the road completely, breaking off, blocking off, and they were in full combat, you know, gear and everything. Mm -hmm. And what happened was there is such a good relation and rapport between the Detroit police and the community. Mm -hmm. All the people left the protest, came and joined hand in hand with all of the police, and were telling Antifa and Black Lives Matter, no. You're not going to do this. Mm -hmm. And they were like cowering babies and just ran away, turned around and ran away because they realized they couldn't incite nothing. Mm -hmm. uh, we were united. Okay. All right. We got this question from Australian Ben. says, Jim, 1,260 days, the first half of tribulation, are we in that timeline? I think so. Um, I, or we're, we're either already been in it and don't know, and CERN has a lot to do with that, or uh, CERN, the particle collider in CERN, Switzerland is actually laminating over layers of, of, of a multidimensional hell. And why are they doing that? Because they have an agenda with the God of this world to bring total chaos in his, in his last days. Mm -hmm. um, oh, okay, let's get some more questions. Uh, is yeah. the, this is from Azure. Is the name Space Force just a front for another term like interdimensional force, or for lack of a better term? Well, it does kind of include all the above. It includes the ability to travel space, time, and dimension. Um, how much we're actually doing, I don't really know, but I can say that I've been doing this for a long time, and there are Christians scattered like salt and light into every part of the government, and I'm well-connected with things that I can't say anything more about. Um, I never used wow. to be, but I think in the last 25 years, I've made all kinds of connections, and it's been, I haven't made it, God has made these for me. Okay. And for their protection, I can just say that I'm in pretty good know that, that a lot of these let things me, Let me ask have. something. This is a kind of a, a wild question that came across my mind today. Uh, when I look at uh, Joe Biden, I mean, Joe Biden, he, if you look at pictures from a couple of years ago, he had sort of like blue eyes. But you look at him now, he's got these little squinty looking black eyes. And I was thinking, well, every time I see some kind of space movie, uh, it, the 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 aliens whenever like when somebody morphs from a reptilian you know to a human or, or going back the other way their eyes turn black or if they're demon possessed their eyes turn black 
Or if you got uh, black-eyed children, where did they get their black eye from? Then there's this phenomenon about black goo, like in Prometheus. Uh, and there's several other movies where there's this black goo. Right. And there's black goo in the inner earth. Is there something to, to this blackness going on in Hollywood and, and, and in people their self? Well, <laughs> this is a complicated one. This is why I have a museum right now uh, where I live. Because I have all of this on boards, on display. Pictures are worth a thousand words, but I've got scripture to back up almost all of that. That, that These concepts, these things. Um, there's actually a scripture in Job that talks about plowing up the depths of hell. Literally a resurrection, plowing up the depths of hell. When we have technology like cloning, um, I believe that there's a possibility that our souls are attached uh, physiologically and spiritually to our body. So can we clone something back alive? Probably yes. Probably that's happening. Well, you can say that God may say, well, you can't do that. But we're dealing with a rebel liar that is going to do everything the same and opposite. If God says you can't do this, he's going to do it. And if man can think it, they're going to end up doing it. Star Trek is a 60 years conditioning program for the coming cosmic Christ. My gosh, when the coming cosmic Christ comes, he's going to be coming from the Federation of Planets. Um, you know, I mean, if you look at what what is a huge giant square as described as coming from heaven, this is God's, mm -hmm. God's New Jerusalem coming from Earth to heaven. But now we have a parody counterpart to that. What do the Borg look like? A giant square. Right. There's they're, something there's something gonna, about these squares, even like a, the, the the black and white squares of, of a checkerboard. There just seems to be something like as above, so below, this yin and yang stuff going on. Well, it is. And some, some of our states are even outlined um, as a Masonic... Um, um, gosh, I can't think of the name of it now. Uh, a Sonic... Masonic like a blueprint board and it's black and white masonic and kooks hey you know you got and then of course you you talk about cubes you know there's the of course uh 2001 space odyssey you know the obelisk and yeah, then there's the these mysterious obelisks that appeared out west well, in various places you know I, I was hoping one would come to my place so that i could open it up real quick and i sent all my garbage out there right, <laughs> just right you can have, have my garbage <laughs> all right all right let's get to another question uh this is from uh Doreen, so is Trump coming back in April? No, I won't say he's coming back in April, but, you know, we're there's 12 months to this year. I believe what prophetically what is being said, that is before the end of this year, Trump is going to be back in office. And he's going to continue on being the president of the United States. Is he going to be the 19th president or is he going to be the 45th? I don't know. Let's see and wait and find out. There's yeah. a lot of different ways this could happen. Mm -hmm. But I do believe that the prophecies, according to Amos 3, 7, I believe the prophetic voices that are consistent when it says my servants, the, the, the prophet's servants is a uh, discerning point there. That means they are people that have a legitimate history of lives changed in Christ, their walk, their lifestyle, uh, their testimonies by the people that have been saved. Like uh, one of them would be uh, David Wilkerson. He said there was a time when he saw all the cities in the nation on fire, rioting, looting. He said, but it's only going to last two months. It's not going to look, it'll look like a civil war, but it's only going to last two months. The Lord is turning the world upside down, mm -hmm. and Satan is allowing it because he's going to make good look evil and evil look mm -hmm. good. Mm -hmm. And so That's this interesting is that, the strategy. Uh, interesting you, you talk about cities on fire from coast to coast. Uh, there's a, a, a 
a vision from George Washington that was recorded in the Stars and Stripes, I think about 50 years after he died. But uh, but it said that in the vision, an angel showed him the United States and cities coast to coast on fire. And it said it, it looked like the United States would have been destroyed. But at the very last second, something pulled out the destruction. Something staved it off. That sounds remarkably familiar to what you just said. Um, I think at the very last of the last part is when that scenario happens. And it's going to be racism is going to go intergalactic. Um, and I've got a whole section on that, too. And it's a very touchy subject. Uh, you know, I've been called a racist and everything. And it's, my gosh, you know, I'm kind of putting us in just a bad implication as the white against the black. I mean, they're both, they're playing us in the middle. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ is colorblind. He offers to whosoever will. That means black, brown, or, mm-hmm. or white. Yeah. Uh, we all stand individually before God, not based on color at all. But the devil is going to polarize racism to black aliens versus white aliens. Wow. If, if you remember um, uh, Farrakhan, he's always been yelling, and he sounds like a crazy man, but otherwise he's a very intelligent person, very articulate speaker. Mm-hmm. Kooky is all heck, but he can talk real good. Yeah. But he's saying that there's a mother wheel, an invisible mother wheel, mm-hmm. right, uh, you know, orbiting the earth, and when uh, blacks following uh, black Islam ascend to this ship, they're coming back to attack white America and destroy it. So we have, we have this invasion that is attacking America, and then you know who comes to save them? From this vision, white mm-hmm. spirits descend from mm-hmm. the heavens and come and destroy it. So we got black aliens, white aliens. You know what? They're both evil. They're both bad. They're part of a con job to get us both to fight against each other on an intergalactic well, level. If, God, I hated racing just if, on this planet, if, but if, now if, you're going to go take it multidimensional? Mm-hmm. Gee whiz, let me get off of this crazy planet. Well, if the, if the aliens come down and start talking about social justice and equity, <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going to believe them. Um, <laughs> There seems to be a lot of Saturn worship, too, as well, in addition to these obelisks and things going on. Saturn uh, and Jupiter both. So is is that part of the overall brainwashing that's going on? I mean, what, what do people get out of stuff like that? Do they get supernatural power? Do they get, you know, some perks from the devil and his demons? Uh, you know, they get a free car wash? Well, what, what do they get? Sandwiched in between myth and legend, and this is what Adolf Hitler saw in why he was able to get... Uh, go from 10 years, he went from the Messerschmitt 109 to the first anti-aircraft, uh, the first smart bomb, the first ICBM, the first jet bomber, the first jet fighter, and the first time machine. Yeah, they developed the Diglaka, a time machine. Tested and true. Und Diglaka. Diglaka, yeah. Um, well, and that, the that... first one, there was three of them that escaped Germany in 1945. One crashed in 1965 in Kecksburg, Pennsylvania, and the other two were seen in Stevensville, Texas in mm-hmm. 2008. I was there in 2009, investigated, and saw a huge cover-up mm-hmm. of the whole thing. People saw the Diglaka. Mm-hmm. Um, I warned the people that did, one of them a police chief in Stevensville, Texas, or Erath County. Um, I warned him. I said, you know, you're going to have men in black come and talk to you. And when and you talk about Diglaka, why is it that... Nazis always seem to come into the picture. I know there's Operation Paperclip, which we know what that's all about. But oh yeah, are are, are these guys running the whole show? I mean, are well, they where are they at? Are they still in Antarctica with, do, down there with Admiral do, Byrd or what? You do your own research, and you're going to find out. Like in my state of Michigan, we have um, uh, Gretchen von Whitmer, who is our you know warlord. Well, she probably eventually if. If Camilla the Hun has her way and runs the country, they'll <laughs> right. change all the governors to warlords for the local social areas. And 
she's got an interesting past, but so does most of the governors, so do most of the left and right political parties. Most of the people in um, high and mid-level government right now are descendants from the Nazi paperclip scientists. Gritmer Witch, uh, uh, Gretchen Whitmer's grandpa was Gerhard Reinsig, a paperclip Nazi. Hmm. And you'll find, you do a little own research, you'll find out that many of the people in government in high important positions right now, left and right, are descendants, second or third generation, from the Nazis that were brought over. You, you, they were a Trojan horse. See, that's the problem. You, you just can't, get, we, we just can't get rid of the Nazis. They're, they're, they're everywhere all the time. I don't, they're always doing stuff. In my museum, I like to keep everything lighthearted. Because I, that's much how much confidence I have in the Lord. And I've got the picture of the one movie with um, I see dead people all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, I, have, I, I remade it into a meme that says I see Nazis all the time. And, I, <laughs> and then I got a picture of me back in the background. So, yeah, me too. Okay, so I, men- <laughs> I, I mentioned uh, Biden's beady black eyes. Little squinty looking deals, man. I, oh. I mean, when he talks, he's like, he, he, is he even seeing? Uh, is there anybody else that's got that? Um, quite a few people. Now, you remember that at, back in 30 years ago, it was the black-eyed kids. Mm-hmm. The kids grew up. Now they're black-eyed adults. <laughs> they didn't go away and either. You can't get rid of the under- black-eyed kids, can't get rid of the Nazis. Well, if, and if you understand the whole function of what, um, what CERN is doing, they're laminating over concepts, ideas, and some people. These people are not human. They look human. They're not mm. human. We now, warned in Jude, uh, in the book of Jude, mm-hmm. that there would become uh, ones that would come that would be twice dead, plucked up the roots, wandering stars, who's reserved everlasting darkness, clouds without water. Those are three definitions for non-human entities, yet they look just like us. Mm-hmm. Uh, so G- Jim, how, how can, if they're walking among us, uh, they, yeah. they probably got a, a rank smell, uh, but how can we trigger them so they will manifest? Did we, well, can we say something? You know, can we like walk around with a cross? What, what can we do to trigger? Well, one of the gifts of the spirit is discerning of spirits. I have come in contact with them uh, three times. I know they weren't human. The Lord told me they weren't human. Um, I can trigger them off usually by just being blunt and saying, "How's the inner earth today?" You know. Um, <laughs> wow. Hey, remember the last time when you drowned in a flood? Man, the next time you're going to be in fire. Boy, you ought to be scared, aren't you? And it will trigger them off. They'll they'll lose it. They'll realize that you really know who they are, and they'll growl, snarl, or whatever, or, or try to you know make accusation uh, threats. And sometimes, they, because they are who yeah. they are, so, if you are involved in you know something that they can you can be thrown off mm-hmm. and be embarrassed by. Mm-hmm. But if you're walking yeah. so tight with the Lord, you have nothing to be embarrassed about. So, 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 so you say, so, how, how did you how did you like going into the swine and jumping off a cliff? How'd that work out for you? <laughs> there you go, man. So now you know the thing is. If you know that your life is right and tight with the Lord, you can get cocky like that. Elijah got cocky with mm-hmm. the, the prophets of Baal. He said, hey, you got on sleep? Or, you know, maybe, maybe I ought to shout louder and wake him up, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys going to cut yourself? Maybe you cut, you know, cut this way and see if mm-hmm. that'll get any mm-hmm. action. Mm-hmm. You know, he was mocking him. Uh, there's yeah. a godly way. It's just to be angry and sin not. But, you know, now, we're, in one of those, uh, one of the Bible translations, that particular verse you're talking about, I think it says, where's your God? Is he sitting on the toilet? <laughs> yeah. So I don't think they had toilets back then, so I'm no. pretty sure that's an inaccurate translation. Well, well, I don't. That's why I don't feel too sad. And my my pet name for Camilla is I spell it just like Attila the Hun, but it's Camilla the Hun. 
because mm -hmm. that's the way she's going to act and the wonderful world she's going to paint for us. The world has to really see this, unfortunately, and we're almost there, but not quite yet. So uh, we're only three months into 12 months. So if I had my way, it would have been the Happy New Year's. Okay, now it's done. Well, I call her Cruella Scaris. <laughs> so well, she can wear a lot of names. You I know, like that. It's funny. I saw hold there was down. a picture of her dressed in purple down. with a pearl necklace, and then somebody had quoted the Whore of Babylon in Revelation 19, I believe. Mm -hmm. And my gosh, every detail looked just like her sitting there. It was just unreal. Well, you Maybe know, not a coincidence. You know what they say when she takes a nap? Hold down. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah wait a minute I got, you can't see this i don't think but i got these little thought bubbles and they just one just popped up said did i just say that all right gladys kravis says do you think there will be an earth shattering archaeological discovery soon in israel um yeah yeah why not i think it'll i mean be i'd rather have a nazi come up and see what see what they're up to but you know i'm good with you know, another layer of the foundation of Jerusalem or something. It might be a huge oil reserve of oil. Hey, Jim, uh, is, is, is disclosure happening now? Yeah, I, we're getting prepared for it because uh, recently the government has now admitted, yeah, here's our files. We're going to go ahead and release it. Uh, believe it or not, in one of the COVID uh, bills, it was uh, mandatory that the government finally divulge uh, the UFO secrets. You know, have we been working with them and... and or not and yes we have or at least a part of the government has been working with them i think that that most of our government is being uh on a level of you know uh, the ground troops i'm saying from maybe even high up as generals but i think mm -hmm. most of the the people in the military are just obeying orders they have no idea that they're working with satan or anything satanic they may think that they're working with friendly aliens that are here to help enhance our technology or whatever but they're just as uh, red, white, and blue as you and me. They're mm -hmm. just being deceived. So to blame all, all the military and try to demonize them, it's a wrong thing. This is a deception, mm -hmm. and a lot of good people are being deceived. Mm -hmm. uh, is is the is the Earth hollow? Yes, it is. And uh, in, I mean, in, in no uncertain terms, this isn't just a speculation on my part. I've got all the scriptures to prove how it's that it is hollow. How it's hollow why in the mountainous areas we have all myths and legends of, of giants and, and, and everything. Um, there's even some physics described in detail uh, between Job 24th chapter to the 42nd chapter. When you see, and the key to that is the very last verse in uh, chapter 42, it says, and it's talking about Leviathan, and it says, Leviathan is the, the father of the children of disobedience. Now, who's the father of the children of disobedience? That's Satan. And it's used as a collective noun, which means it's talking mm -hmm. about the total embodiment of rebels, uh, human and non-human, that are in alliance against God. But so it, when you go back to the 24th chapter, looking at it from that perspective, and then go back to the Hebrew and every word, and I did this the whole fashion way before I had a computer program. I did this, and my God, it reads out the whole thing of base 211, the Third Reich. All of this has been predicted. Uh, they would encounter through tunnel systems the inner earth, make an alliance with uh, with their relatives, the giants in there, when you find out that Cain was sentenced to wander in the land of Ad, Nod, east of Eden, and it was actually, Nod is in the inside of the earth, mm -hmm. the four currents that come that flow into the opening in the, in the North Pole and then flow back out in the South Pole are actually what creates four ocean currents, which are actually the four rivers that are controlling the weather and everything else on the surface. 
we're always looking in the Middle East thinking there's four rivers, and we could never find the fourth river. Even with uh, with mapping from the satellites, um, uh, we couldn't find a fourth river because it's not there. It's on the inside of the Earth. Wow. Um, everything that's happening that we were expecting to happen in the Middle East with the Euphrates River is happening in the Antarctic, and it's starting to melt, and mm-hmm. it's melting with fresh water. So if you get a computer and you, you douse it with water, if you let it dry completely and it's in fresh water, mm-hmm. it just boot it right up and it works. All of this, there's what looks like cities, there's pyramids, there's all kinds of goodies that are starting to melt and surface and we're seeing it. And so under the Obama administration, everybody, you know, the uh, Pope sent an emissary, the... the um, Russian Orthodox Church head came down to look. These guys weren't all coming, and even even Obama came to mm-hmm. the Antarctic. They didn't come down to feed penguins. They went down there to see what kind of goodies they're about to be getting that are thawing out in mm-hmm. fresh water. Mm-hmm. So, did Michael Obama go down there too? You know, I don't think Mike did. I think Mike kind of stayed home and played house. Okay. All right. <laughs> and, and yes, it is Mike. We see. We've seen pictures. Voice, re- I mean, um, uh, face recognition technology that can't cover up all of the, you can't Photoshop the stuff out, you know, mm-hmm. that he is who he says he is, you know, so mm-hmm. it's just yeah. a, what a messy, crazy, big ugly, big ugly dude, man. All right, Teflon Co says, is the Space Force working with good aliens to fight the bad aliens or just trying to rule the world? No, because there's no such thing as good aliens. If there was some My kind of good exactly. alien, what he would say is, greetings in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I'm a fellow servant. Don't worship me. He, whatever he would say would be totally consistent to the Bible, which we would then call them, oh, you're an angel. You're not an alien. Uh, so whatever is out there uh, is a rebel. Uh, there are no good aliens to, to come and help us out. There are God's angels who are helping us out. And we, as his children really don't need them anyway. We're God's children. We have all authority over everything. Jesus said, it is my pleasure to give you the kingdom. That means all the power and everything. In in, uh, Revelation's ninth chapter, it says that there's an angel that has the key to the bottomless pit. And he opens up. Now, it didn't say it was a good angel or a bad angel, Mm -hmm. but an angel that is opening up the key to the bottomless pit. Now, and then it talks about eight points of description of what's coming out of the bottomless pit. Then it describes um, the last group that comes out, and it says, And the sound of their wings is the sound of many chariots into battle. Now, sound there is an interesting word. I was preparing um, a speech for Prophecy Club and the Lord, you know, about the hollow earth, and the Lord kept telling me, Look this word up, look this up. Lord, I waited until last minute, I got to hurry up and get this done. Jim, look this up. So finally, he just, Lord, wouldn't let me go on it, so I looked it up, and I was, I was shocked. The word had nothing to do with hearing or sound. The word meant to dial in an address. Wow. I'm going, oh, my God. The key to the bottomless pit, they're dialing in. That's what CERN's doing. They're dialing in an address, length, height, time, and space, and they're opening up the bottomless pit. So everything that we think is coming from up above is coming from down below, and it's pretending to be and harmonizing and mixing right in with us. So, you know, when you, you say wow. people don't look like people anymore, well, mm-hmm. they're yes. being replaced. I know that sound. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. I dealt with Twilight Zone crap for 25 years. Mm-hmm. This was too weird for me. Yeah. And I'm going, Lord, is, am I really seeing what I'm seeing? Mm-hmm. The answer to my prayers were confirmed, of all things, through a science fiction um, mm-hmm. episode of Stargate One. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, 
the issue of space time that was in Stargate One was confirmed because uh, CERN had just ordered a huge amount of capacitators. The capacitors capacitators were essential mm. for doing this transdimensional kind mm. of travel. Wow. Um, those two events happening right after I had prayed and asked the Lord, confirm this for me, please, Lord. Boom, boom, there they are. Now, I know for some people that don't know how to be led of the Spirit in this way, that's like crazy talk. That's exactly what Mark Taylor was saying when he was praying for one thing and getting answers about Trump. I'm going, I'm just trying to get, you know, cured from my PTS. What is going, why are you giving me these answers here? Because I'm calling you into an area that I want you to pay attention to. And that's how Mark Taylor got all the prophecies for Trump. So I think, you know, it's it's reliable stuff. Don't give up. We're only in the third month of the week. I hate to say it. Maybe we'll have to go to October or September. I hope not. Mm -hmm. I'd rather it be yesterday. But mm -hmm. we're just going to have to stand on God's promises and believe that, you know, before the end of the year, he's going to be back as president. How it happens, I don't know. But I do know it's going to happen. I really believe that. Well, you talk about people being replaced. And I am sure... I'm just going to throw this out to people in the live chat. Have you seen somebody who you know your spirit tells you was not human? Uh, there's a whole category of people out there that I consider perhaps not human. They're typically known as liberals. Uh, they typically have a horrible stench. And I'm thinking, well, you know, there's another entity that has a horrible stench, and that is Sasquatch. So I'm wondering if these are from the same dimension. Some are coming down as Sasquatches. Some are coming down as liberal whack jobs. You know, I, I don't know exactly how the the beasts fit in, but they are probably part of the things from the pit. Um, yeah, they sink, and people have seen them suddenly disappear into what looked like a portal. Right. So uh, it wouldn't surprise me. The, mm -hmm. This These manifestations are going to increase more and more as we're approaching the day. So we can expect to see weird things. And I, know, I, I would dare say that there are many of your listeners that have had supernatural experiences like this they're not going to tell people. I mean, I'm a gutsy guy. You know, I don't, my denomination ceased to exist. I'm not accountable to a denomination that's going to defrock me for saying this stuff. Matter of fact, under my state laws, if I can have um, a group of people that say, yeah, he's my pastor, I can marry Barry and say whatever I want, and I'm not accountable to anybody mm -hmm. but Jesus. So I'm, I'm not shy to put this stuff out. I've been doing it for so all my saying, life. You're saying the local Christian. church will kick you out faster than Facebook would. Oh heck yeah! <laughs> okay, let me let me ask you this question here. We've been talking about uh, underneath the earth has has been creatures in there. So do, do do we have creatures under the earth? Then we have creatures outside the earth. Sounds like we're looks like we're we, they've got us coming and going here. They've got us trapped in the middle. So which battle, are we going to have to fight both battles at the same time? Or oh, yes, sir, yeah. And hey, you know, on, on a surface, on regular uh, thing, in World War II, we fought two different wars on five different fronts. And, and all throughout known history of mankind, any nation that ever got involved in a two-front war lost because they couldn't get the logistics mm -hmm. and everything, you know, working right. Mm -hmm. We, and, and where did most of it come from? Detroit, Michigan. We were able to copy Ford Motors, you know, production uh, activities, we were able to fight two wars on five fronts, and the Lend-Lease program provide Russia and uh, mm -hmm. Great Britain, France, with mm -hmm. their many of their equipment. This has never been done before in the whole world. Mm -hmm. We were blessed as a nation because we had a belief in God. This is what our foundational principles allowed us to do. That had never happened in all recorded history. So mm -hmm. when we now are approached with these other supernatural powers, I go, hey, 
We did it before. We can do it again. The only difference is, okay, our, uh, it's a broader scale. Now we got to do it time, space, and dimension. But God supplied us with all the abilities to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. So I'm not worried. It's fun. Jim, Jim, who's controlling the Space Force? I believe most of it is under control of Trump now. I believe that there's still a tug of war. I say this only because I know two key individuals, and I can't say anything more about it. But um, one guy told me, he says, I'm working on technology. I don't know whether it's the smart people or whether it's the good people. But I lay hands on it, I pray, and I ask God to bring it to his ultimate glory. And I believe that man's faith is making things happen. He's a plant that is in the right time and the right place for the right person. Um, I have to talk to him in a very coded way. And um, did you say did you say swamp people? Yeah, that's what I call them, swamp people. You ever, you know, in, in their commercial, they go swamp. There it is, swamp. swamp there, there it is. is. No, but you know what? We could do a parody. You, you know what? You're doing. You're pretty good at parodies. We got to get together sometime. Mm. We'll make a whole album of parodies because I'm pretty good at doing that stuff too. Well, okay. You know, <laughs> <laughs> right. You're you're a man of, after my own heart, man. We ooh, <laughs> the, the world would not be ready what we could produce. Jim. <laughs> um, so uh, there is a lot of missing people in this country. Uh, David Pilatus has a whole series of missing 411. God rest his, God bless his family. He's had the tragedy in there. But are the aliens taking these people? What has happened to all the missing people? That's a hard one for me to talk about. It's our own elite are taking them. They're using them for human sacrifice. They're drinking their blood and eating their flesh. It's a horrible thing. Pizzagate is real. It's very real. It's a mockery. Everything Satan is mocking God. Mm -hmm. We have. We have communion where we celebrate the breaking of our Lord's body and the blood. The blood washes away our sin. The body was broken so that he could become a bridge, that we could be reconciled to God. So Satan turns it around and says, we'll take the innocent. We'll drink and eat their blood. And through that, you're going to have your own anti, you know, same but opposite uh, vessel. Doing this and adding a few elements has actually created for the elite. They're already taking the market of beasts. They're already damned to hell. Mm -hmm. You know, when it says that 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 um, their consciousness would be seared, you think about what a searing does. It stops the blood from flowing, and it causes anything from outside, like the spirit, to move inside. It cuts the consciousness off. They have no more conscience. They're able to do horrendous things like this. So, you know, as much as I'd say, it's, yeah, it's the aliens, it's not. It's human beings that have been in league with the devil, participating in activities in the same but opposite. Now, they're going to get their day, though. Mm -hmm. They're going to get their day because there are many of them who are totally expecting to be airlifted away in flying mm -hmm. saucers and taken mm -hmm. away before the really bad stuff happens. Yeah. We go to the marriage supper of the Lamb, but you know what they go to? The Feast of the Beast. Well, they're going to be going there. Kind of, that, that kind of reminds me of that mo the first uh, Independence Day uh, movie where everybody went to the top of this building and they were screaming to the to the aliens, come take us. And they said, okay, and they <laughs> shot them down with a big laser blast and blast Just them all to hell. Um, yep. All right, let's get to a couple more uh, questions here real quick. Can our space force travel beyond our solar system and gal or galaxy? Yes, I believe so. That's why they have an outpost on, outpost on Jupiter and um, Saturn mm -hmm. on Io and Titan because we've mm -hmm. discovered the gas giants once you go through inside is plasma energy and you almost enter into a uh, like a bus terminal or airport terminal and they're they're all around and these portals 
like a wormhole, you can travel instantly into that direction of, mm -hmm. of the universe. Our sun, and I think we did this by accident the first time, mm -hmm. where we found portals that are naturally parts of a, a anti-gravity anomaly, which is natural, right around our atmosphere. That's why we built satellites, and we never really built anything beyond, um, at least what we know, we got the black triangles, but, but we have these huge, um, well, the, just the regular um, um, shuttlecraft. We don't need anything more. If you have the shuttlecraft with ceramic tile, if it can go on the outer surface of the sun, there's only a thin atmosphere or perpetual burning of gases. Inside is uh, plasma energy. It's cold. And you go inside, and now you have a terminal, like a bus terminal, and you can just, in any direction, you can go through these portals and instantly be transported into another even galaxy. I don't know the math on it. I don't know the, the mechanics on it. But I know that this is a physics that is is real. It's true. Mm -hmm. And that's what's happening. So that's why you see activity on all the gas giants. Ju and that's why Jupiter and Saturn are both connected to time and space in all of the mythologies through all of the different societies. Mm -hmm. They all have a consistency on the certain gods and their function. And it all ties in. That can't be by accident. That's by design. It's mm -hmm. technology that, you know, it, it the scripture says, um, oh, where is that? It says that, is there anything that is new under the sun? No, it's been done before in times past. Um, Hollywood comes up with movies. Is somebody giving them scripts for like uh, three movies I'm thinking about? Prometheus, Aquaman, um, Avatar. They all seem to have to do with hybrid humans or hybrid yes. entities saving the planet so is is is, is, is the message that, that that is coming from the scripts telling us that we don't need god because man will create or be saved by these alien hybrids that created created us basically yes yes and the thing is this is where satan gets a big laugh he's he's setting all this up so that when this alien rapture comes and all the elite are gone and now god's children are empowered supernaturally they're going to say see see these ones left these are the, the nephilim uh hybrids they're the ones that are no we're not nephilim hybrids you, you see what i mean it it is a way of calling good evil and evil good they switch this the flick the switch on it mm -hmm. and satan wants that because he's going to have um in the Tim LaHaye series, you know, uh, of what we think end time events are going to happen, and mm -hmm. I've got nothing against Tim LaHaye because, you know, he's put the gospel in in a man-made scenario of end time events. I I've always wondered, how can we have sound doctrine on end time events that haven't happened yet? It hasn't happened wow. yet. How do you have sound doctrine on it? Right about the time we think we can flip chart open everything and go, this is, we got it wrong. If you can figure it out ahead of time, you probably got it wrong. God wants us to be dependent on a personal relationship with him. He's only going to let us know a certain amount, so our trust is always in him, not in assumed events. So when we can figure it all out, we probably don't have anything figured at all. He's going to flip the switch and make us look like we're the ones that are left behind. We are the, the superheroes that were you know, conditioned to, and Satan's sitting there, good, I got it done. Everything's happening the same but opposite. Mm -hmm. They're expecting a Tim LaHaye version of, of things. You know what? I'll, I'll play it out, but I'm going to play it out in your President Trump. He's going to be look like he's the one standing in a temple dedicating the temple to Israel. And they're not looking at the fruit and what he's actually saying. They're going, oh, he's standing in the temple. You know, if you see this transition from Old Testament to New Testament, Jesus said, tear down this temple and I'll build another mm -hmm. temple built without hands three days later. 
What was that? He was talking about the body. So what is the temple in the New Testament terms? It's a man who's died and come back to life that shouldn't have come back to life, but through science and technology, he came back to life. So I, what I tell mm -hmm. people is don't look, you, we can play the game pin the tail on the Antichrist, but let's mm -hmm. not do that. Let's identify the spirit of Antichrist because it has existed in a human host all throughout history, mm -hmm. probably beginning maybe in the Garden of Eden, but I know at least with Nimrod. Well, a, lo um, a lot of these uh, movies, Hollywood movie scripts have to do with moons. Uh, it was uh, moons of planets. I think uh, 2001 Space Odyssey was a moon. Was it was it a Saturn or Jupiter? Uh, various, it, uh, various an avatar was a moon of another planet. And so are they telling us? And then, of course, there's the moon. There's always seems to be a moon deal with this. Well, see, is, in, is quantum they physics, us? in quantum physics, as God spoke the world into existence, quantum physics says that they have to speak their realities into existence also. So they're going to put it out either through a movie or through uh, some media form to get the ideas out there. Now, they do it twice. They'll do it in in what they're going to do and then after they've done it they have to have affirmation and confirmation they'll tell you what they're doing now the only in the bible if you can find these things where it's related to only in the bible can you get the balance to know whether you're coming or going if you're just a conspiracy guy and you're following one or the other you don't know where you're coming or going because you don't know anything that's giving you the balance of what is an affirmation and what is a uh, a, a foretelling of what's going to be spoken mm -hmm. only the bible gives us an, an, an answer and the amazing thing is that God has equipped me for my ministry to have the answers. I have them all. It's very elaborate. It's a long time of study. That's why I had to put it in a museum on walls with pictures so that like Jesus used word pictures, I use the same way to simplify quantum. If you say quantum physics, people shut up and go, I can never understand that. Yeah, you can. It's not rock science. Well, it is, but it's not. It can be simple. And there is a simple way of finding it out and understanding it. So I've, I've got that in my museum where I can everybody cannot be a person. At one time when we went from a, a horse to a car, wouldn't it seem awfully oh, like, my gosh, there's some machine things here and I don't know how to do this. Now we get in the car sometimes we're halfway down the road and didn't even realize that, you know, how did I get, you know, well, I'm already here. You know, it's just it's all automatic. Mm -hmm. We're used to it. So it's just something that we can acclimate to. And I think God is getting ready for us to understand some pretty sophisticated things and uh, mechanics of uh, space and time because we're already being victims of it. We've, I, I don't know how many people have now the myth that the Word of God is being. Well, it could be. All right, we've got a question from Curious. It says, um, some believe Trump is actually on the side of ev evil, only pretending to be patriotic to fool the masses. We, we yeah, my that. oldest son believes that. He won't talk to me anymore. He thinks I'm a dire fool. Um, my only hope is that my Bible tells me that you train up a child the way he shall go, and when he's old, he shall not depart. I'm hoping maybe we'll be reconciled sometime, but uh, uh, he won't even talk to me because of that. But uh, no, absolutely not. Um, he has done everything that he has, has been able to say he would do. Uh, the first president ever did that. He's accomplished more than any other president has ever accomplished. Um, you got to go by what the fruit of a person is. I don't. Oh my gosh! I was blamed one time for being Illuminati because I wore black all the time. <laughs> I'm like Spiker. We wear black. You know. You want to wear white driving a motorcycle? Right. See how long that'll last you. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Try with pink chiffon. See how long that'll last you too. Yeah. <laughs> Any more in the world, you'll be you know, an example of. But yeah, you'll never you'll never see Peter Button gig on a on a uh, on a motorcycle. All right. Uh, so the. Do you know, you say you have contacts, so has anybody 
told you that they have transported or otherwise traveled to other planets? Yes. They have? Yes. And do you believe them? Absolutely. Now, because I, I, I got to say, disclaimer, we've had a number of folks on this show that claim that they were either in the space program or they were part of the technology that transported them uh, to other universes or planets. Yeah. Um, you know the, uh, the guy, uh, Asiago? I can't remember his... Um, I have a friend, a investigator, he went out to lunch with him, and he said, you know, I think a lot of what we're experiencing isn't what we really think. Now, he was supposedly transported to Mars, but when they, when they showed up there, it hit something and bounced back down. So some of it is holographic deception. I mean, there's so many different things going on, it's hard to believe what is real and what is actually not real. But uh, there's there's enough evidence that I found in the Bible. And this this is my anchor. When I can find it in the Bible, rightly divided, I know it's solid and true. I know that I'm in the last last days. Obadiah 4 and Jeremiah 51:53 tell me that space exploration on other planets already exists. So all we're going to get now, some researchers they refuse to even mention that if they can't build it out. The logic in that there's no logic in it. If this is going to be part of a successful deception, all you're going to get is rumors. You're not going to be able to bet it out. I take the rumors. I let people know that that's all they are is rumors. But then, hey, look, I found these rumors in the scriptures. It has to be true. And rumors are all you're going to get. And whatever little tidbit of truth you do have, you ought to know it's not going to be believed and it's not going to be accepted. I bet there's a lot of your uh, uh, audience that has already experienced weird things. People that all of a sudden seems, seems like they have completely different uh, personalities or all of a sudden they're enhanced with more knowledge in an area that they never had before. we got to keep in mind that we have silicone uh, life forms based with carbon life form. Carbon life form is God's silicone life form. God allowed everything to be created, but God allowed Satan, by extension, to make a mockery of his creation by having his own. It's a doggone computer game. What are computer games run on? Silicone. What can happen when you're playing with a computer game? Your avatar can all of a sudden get certain powers that you just gained from the next level, and all of a sudden this avatar isn't what it used to be. Now it's something totally different or more enhanced instantly. That's part of what we're seeing. Mm -hmm. But there's so many different ways. Some of it is through literal genetic manipulation. Some of it is for transporting or, or reviving um, things from le different levels of hell. Uh, that we would call the multiverse, I just call it different levels of hell. That's what's being laminated over into our reality. Um, it's very strange, supernatural stuff, but it's stuff that is based in science. The science is encrypted in myth, legends, and and um, tales. The Indians have all kinds of tales of copper wars against uh, the giants. Um, you know, I take some of that serious. Um, there's too much of a consistence to what the legends and to what... Um, even I find in the Bible pertaining is, to... Is there things. giant humanoids on the moon? Um, yeah. Um, well, while we were busy building a spacecraft uh, to go to the moon, our eyes were focused on that. The Nazis from Base 211, I believe, started a colony on the dark side of the moon, which would be totally invisible. Then they went to Mars. They colonized Mars. Then they went to Io and Titan which are the two moons on Jupiter and Saturn, and put outposts there. Outposts because that's only going to be an area for, for preparation for entry. They have mathematical formulas 
to be able to penetrate through and get into there safely and go into the hub and then go to other places. So that's only an, an outpost to have the technology to get this vehicle prepared and able to go in and go to other places. And the same with the sun. So I know that sounds totally crazy, no. but I truly believe that. And I, this is why I presented in my museum. I said, you don't have to believe any of this right now. This is stuff a little ahead of its time, but pretty soon when you become victims of this technology like used against you, you might want to come down here and take another look because you'll remember that there is a foundation in the scriptures that you can stand on mm -hmm. that will get you a proper understanding of this stuff. Because mm -hmm. anything we're going to get from the powers that be, our disclosure is going to be a lie. We're never going to get a total disclosure. Yeah, we brought Nazis in here, and they're just counting us and, and, and pulling us around. You're never going to hear that. They're going to say, no, aliens came, and now they're, they're getting ready to introduce us to a greater expanse. It's an, the Federation of Planets, and uh, the Cosmic Christ is actually going to wear a doggone Star Trek thing, and it's just 60 years of... of if, now, I've been a Trekkie. I mean, I, I watched every Star Trek episode since I was a kid, or young man, rather. And um, for Trekkies to realize that what they've been seeing and watching for six mm -hmm. years is going to be their reality, man, they're going to be excited as that as we are to see the second coming of Christ. Mm -hmm. it's just, I mean, it's going to be like wildfire. And since the ancient aliens religion has been popularized by the program Ancient Aliens, this is a full-fledged religion now. There's people that have put blind faith in science and technology and in, in aliens who are friendly that are going to help us out. Ain't never gonna happen. Mm -hmm. We're being duped. Okay, so what you're saying is you will take the vaccine? <laughs> no, I will never take the vaccine. I will never put anything on my right arm. I don't care what it's an RF ID chip, a tattoo. Um, nothing goes here. Matter of fact, I'm getting a tattoo, and it's gonna say wow. six six seven. One step ahead, so that no <laughs> one's left behind. <laughs> wow. The, the Lord has always kept me one step ahead of the enemy. And the I, reason is so I, that no that, one's that, left that's, behind. That's better, better than licking a gas handle thing. Uh, hey, yeah. Gladys Kravis says, Jim, how can we help your ministry? Well, you know, the thing is that, that I have been asking, because everybody's been strapped by this COVID thing. Um, a lot of us are. And I had been asking. I posted when I had 10,000 members on uh, YouTube. I got, I was one of the first to kick, be kicked off. Uh, believe it or not, it was all my stuff on Hitler that was uh, that got me kicked off. Two years ago, I got kicked. Three years ago now, I got kicked oh. off. So what I ask everybody is if you could uh, donate $5 a month through PayPal on my off my website, $5 a month for one year. If I got even half of the people from Facebook or half of the people that I had, 10000 then, I would have enough money not only to support my ministry, but the nine uh, half uh, um, rehab um, ministries and houses that I work with. I would have enough to support them. I would have enough to support, gosh, a lot of other uh, things. And I can guarantee you that, you know, where you spend your money is where your heart is. That none of that money would ever be mine. It's I'm a river. It's going to flow out to whoever God says to give it to. That's who I'm going to give it to. And I know these things are going to happen very soon. Um, God has spoke it out to me, and I've had it confirmed. And so that's all you have to do. Just five dollars a month. If everybody did that. Now, what the the problem in the past was when I first put that out when I had ten thousand people on uh, YouTube. Out of ten thousand people, I thought, well, gosh, if I get two hundred, that's going to at least pay my ministry completely. I got. Five people. Five people out of 10,000 people. Because what they did, they looked, oh, he's got 10,000. Well, I don't have to do it. There's plenty of people that do it. You know what? You're the other guy. 
everybody felt, oh, it's the other guy. And that's why nobody gave. Did it again, I got actually 20 people. I never got beyond that. On uh, on on uh, Facebook, I actually got more from there. Now, they pay my rent completely where I'm at at the museum. Um, and I thank God for that because, you know, I never anticipated on living here. My When COVID came, my uh, youngest son and four kids and a stay-home at mom got homeless. I said, okay, you move in my house. I'll move into my place. There's only me and my cat. I can geek out and work all kinds of time, you know, on my museum, and it'll be fun. So I live here, and it does have living quarters, so I'm, I'm getting by. But uh, I'm going to come into a lot of money. I got a second book that I'm going to be writing. It's called From, uh, From Harley Choppers to Aliens and Saucers, What a Long, Rewarding Life It's Been. Oh, and when that comes out, I think that's going to be the gateway for funds. But if you wanted to support my ministry, that's all I'm asking is if you could do a $5 a month commitment for a year, and if everybody did it, man, I'd have enough to, to help a lot of people out. Mm, yeah, that's easy enough there. Um, another question coming in for you. It says, Jim, have you ever visited heaven? No, not literally in the spirit or anything like that. Um, mm. God has given me glimpses through the scriptures, and I have a good idea of what heaven is. And it's far more tangible, physical than what a lot of people would imagine. I truly believe that heaven is this earth as it never fell. It stayed in total conformity to the Word of God. It's it's like, it's ageless, it's timeless. We're living on a train model. It's only 6,500 years old, I think. It looks like it's old, but it's not. It's a cheap imitation. It's actually a mental projection from Satan himself. He's living in an unreal world. We're living behind enemy lines in this hostile environment. Jesus said, you know, in, in, this, in this world, you're going to come into tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome this world. That's all we're supposed to do is be overcomers. It's almost like we were um, little rich kids living in heaven, not knowing or wanting anything. We just knew total perfection. And the Lord says, you know, I'm going to upgrade you one step more. I'm going to make you know that there's good and evil. I'm going to teach you this so that you can be an overcomer. I'm going to put you through hell so it's only fair that I go and become the bridge. I will become the sacrifice and bring you back. But when I bring you back... Now you have wisdom to be co-rulers and joint heirs with me for eternity. So whatever happens then, I don't know. But I know in Ecclesiastes it says the former things are not known by the world now, even as the things now are not going to be known by the world in the future. So God isn't telling us what happened before creation. He's all got it planned out. He said before the, before the foundation of the world, the Lamb of God was slain. He had this all figured out before he even created us. So I think it's awesome that he loved us so much and wanted us to be called children, wanted us to be part of the divine council, wanted us to be supernatural beings with him to co-rule and lead. But this is the only way we could do it. we got to go through the crap they're going through now. It's kind of like when I was in the military. It's on-a-job training. We're learning to become his children, to rule with him forever. I think when you say, you know, when you put it that way, putting your treasures in heaven gives a whole different realm of understanding to it. It's like, I'm going to be joint heir and co-ruler forever yeah so yeah and he says you know what you sow is what you reap so i think it's okay to be greedy for god i think it's okay to want to put all your treasures up there and it motivates me and i hope it motivates a lot of your audience man just get rid of it don't be in love with this crappy world it's going to be a lake of fire you don't you're not investing in anything but invest over there, and some of you are going to be scrubbing the streets of gold. I want to be walking with Jesus, going into the inner court, and being one of his confidants. That's what I want. I want mm. to be greedy for God. Wow. Very well put there. 
Uh, Rapid Fire says, Jim, since only Christians that believe in Jesus um, are going to make it through, does that mean the rest of humanity is doomed, which is about three-quarters of the world's population? Well, it does say that wide is the street that leads to destruction, and narrow is the path that leads to life. So the thing is, though, that God promises, he says, and when this gospel is preached into all the world, then the end will come. So God's long-suffering. He doesn't want anybody to die and go to hell. He wants to reach out to everybody. He's even reaching out to those that have no... He's even reaching out to the, the Nephilim, to you know the, the ones with seared conscience, because he's giving everybody an opportunity. It might fall on deaf ears, but they can never say, I didn't know, I wasn't aware. Yeah, you were. You were told. You just didn't have so, the heart so to listen. Can, can the Nephilim be saved? Well, you know, there's a guy, and I tried to get his book, uh, Daryl... I'm going to forget his name, darn it. He's from Australia, and he wrote uh, uh, a question mark, whosoever will, question mark. And what he was addressing was the fact that the insurance that we have is that in order to actually receive any kind of mark, whatever that might be, it might be a new body, I think it's a new body or something that will genetically change you into something new, you have to openly reject the God of the Bible. That's our safety and guarantee, so that if, let's say, you're, in a coma or something, they put some kind of nanobot technology and you come back and you're kind of goofed up. Or let's say you even have trace genetic elements, uh, six fingers, six toes. You have, um, you know, RH negative blood and, and you have some other. These are all traits of that tainted blood. And we all have it to a certain degree. Uh, we do. It doesn't mean that you're a Nephilim. <laughs> What's the dividing point to where you're no longer human? Only God knows that. So the T-shirts that say, kill them all and let God sort them out, we as Christians have to believe that we pray for them all, preach to them all, and let God sort it out. Wow. He knows, he, we don't. And, you know, so I would say under the light of modern technology, many of us may be taking things out of ignorance and stupidity or just plain not mm -hmm. knowing. Mm -hmm. If we haven't rejected the God of the Bible in that process, then God's mercy is there for us. There's a way back somehow, some way. I don't know how, but I know there is because I know my loving God, and I know he, he would not allow something to happen by formula it's always going to be by relationship mm, very good hey josh brown says um, uh jim can you tell the movie story with your name in it um oh gosh what in the heck was the name of that there was one when i uh when i went down to uh stevensville and the guy made well i think it was uh, Steven, Stevensville Mystery or something like that was the name of the movie. I just had a bit part at the very end, and it really wasn't hard, but I just had to play myself. And, uh, and that was easy to do. But uh, I kept telling him, I said, you know, the, the language is so bad in this movie. Can't you tone that down? And he thought that was a good drama striking reality strike. And I said, no, this is going to kill your movie. I said, I can't even let my grandkids watch this movie because the language is just over the top. And he didn't want to change it, and so he didn't, and the movie just died in obscurity. It already had a contract to go into all of the uh, video stores, but that was right about the time when video stores stopped because they were streaming video, and it became an antique. Mm -hmm. I think family video is the only one left now. All right. Uh, Ms. Mrs. J says, uh, Jim, do you see supernatural scripture changes? Maybe you're referring to the Mandela effect. Some people claim there are changes happening in the Bible. I have a I have a um, video. They actually the topic was discussing the flat Earth and showing how it it isn't flat and mm -hmm. and uh, 
but I also addressed the Mandela effect because I noticed that people that said that the Earth was geocentric had hopped from that. They went over to um, the flat Earth, and then from the flat Earth, they went over to the Mandela effect. And it's been a series of, I think, digression in understanding. All of the claims back then, I made this video uh, five years ago, all the claims back then about the Mandela effect, I was able to debunk all of them and show them that, you know, that there is error in it, that the word usage there was, you know, predates what they're trying to say and the merging of the um, NIV with the, Ma- the, the Masoretic texts and the um, uh, Septuagint is just looking before and after Christ. So some words have changed in translation only because they're looking at it from a different cultural perspective. So they have to add more words to the Masoretic texts mm-hmm. that were commonly known in the time of the Jews. So, but recently, I found a couple of scriptures that I know were there and they're not there anymore. I have no explanation for that. Now, wow. am I just getting old and senile? I almost hope so. I don't know. That does say that there would be a famine of the word sometime. A famine meaning, you know, we're not, we don't have access to the word. I always thought it meant literally they're going to confiscate Bibles, so the more we memorize, the, the more we're going to be. Um, there is a different way of looking at it, but i got to confess to you, I'm not on the bandwagon that the God, word of God is uh, mm-hmm. being changed. I, uh, Because I can quote a scripture, and I have my notes here, and now I don't see it. Um, ah, yes, here it is. Um... It says, is there anything whereof it may be said, see, this is new. It hath been already of old times, which was before us. There is no remembrance of, oh, no, that's not the, I'm sorry. Uh, Whatsoever God doeth, it shall be forever. Nothing can be put to it, nor nothing, anything taken from it. And God does it, that men should reverence, or fear, but it means reverence before him. That which has been is now, and that which is to be has already been, and God requires that which is past. So what he's telling us is that past, present, and future, he sees it all. It's already been done. That's why we have 100% accuracy of privacy, of, of prophecy, because from his perspective, everything's done from alpha to omega to from beginning to the end. Now, he says that um, whatever God does, it'll be forever. Nothing can be put to it. In other words, nothing can be added or taken away from it because God has established it so that God, that people will rever- have reverence for God. So when I see these things, I got a default to that scripture that tells me, by all indications, he's not going to allow the word of God to be altered. Mm-hmm. So, well, um, I mean, it does say if somebody takes away from the word of God, his name will be taken out of the Lamb's Book of Life. That sounds like a fearful thing, right there. I think, yeah. Now, you know, in context, he was talking about the Book of Revelations, adding or, or tr- subtracting. But you know what? I kind of think that goes for the whole Word of God, all 66 books. That's dangerous ground when you start. Cl- now, it's one thing to uh, entertain the thought, oh, wow, maybe that's happening. But read the Bible. If you're going to promote the adding or taking away, man, you better be careful what you're teaching and what you're uh, proponing. That's why I'm kind of, you know, standing off on that one. I That word is very clear to me, and I'm going to stick with it in hmm. opposition, no matter what the evidence might be. But we are seeing things little things in Mandela effect. A lie is not going to be believed until you can establish certain things that are real. My grandfather collected coins. I remember growing up and uh, being familiar with coins. I know that on a dime, the little ball-headed guy, Eisenhower, was on a dime because he looked like my grandpa. That was grandpa on a dime. I grew up knowing this. You know who's on a dime? Uh, Delano Roosevelt. Uh Yeah! 
I go, what? Now, when I was in school, I was I was a history nut. I loved history. And I remember that Ellis Island was where the Statue of Liberty is on. Right, of course. Look it up now. It says it's on Liberty Island. What no. the heck is a Liberty Island? No, no, it, it is not. Yeah. Really? Look on Wiki, yeah, look on Wikipedia. Wikipedia, I call it Wikipedia. I don't believe anything in there. But, but uh, uh, look it up. They say it's what? on Liberty Island. That's why we had a new commercial. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Oh, wow. What? Liberty Island. So it's little stuff like that. I remember playing Monopoly with my parents growing up as a kid back in the 50s. That's, that game's been out for years. Mm -hmm. The little guy had a top hat and a monocle. Yeah. There ain't no monocle anymore. No, he always had a monocle. If he doesn't now, go get a new one. They changed it. And it didn't change commercially. There's no announcement, hey, we're removing the monocle. It's just overnight. It's like gone. So, so now it's just like, as if it never was. Yeah. And so the thing is, little things like that that don't interrupt the cosmos or anything else, just little tiny things, but it mm -hmm. establishes, oh, my gosh, if they're doing that, then they're mm -hmm. doing the other things too. No, they aren't. They can't. They're not going to touch the Word of God. But they are touching little non-essentials. Mm -hmm. When I when my kids were little, I used to uh, read from the books, the Berenstein Bears. And it was a Jewish guy that was taking the, the principles of the Ten Commandments and putting in a little story of the bears. You know what that same book says now? And they're the same book. They say the Berenstein Bears. Berenstein? What the heck is a Berenstein Bear? I never read Berenstein Bears to them. You look for anything mm -hmm. that says Berenstein. It's not there. It's Berenstein. Well, just to go a little further on, on that, and we can wrap this up, but people have suggested that, the, and we talked about in the first hour about CERN, you said yeah. they were trying to dial in. It seems every time they fire that up, they're dialing something into the fabric of history and time, and yes. it's manifesting in these little subtle changes, and they appear they could appear anywhere. Well, I've noticed that every September 23rd is when they fire it up. There's a significance to that date, and a lot of things line up with, with that date. But I've noticed about a week later, we start seeing the manifestations of it. The first time that I was watching, and I think there was a time before that, and I'm really not too sure what happened, but the first time, overnight, all of a sudden, um, the Democrats are clearly socialists and communists. It was like over, almost overnight. This mm -hmm. is a normal, accepted thing. What? No, all my life, we fought you guys. You're the evil empire you know that of destruction and now all of a sudden you know, i'm a hater if i speak out against it mm -hmm. um the other time was um all of a sudden gays are an accepted thing it's just a regular part of our life when the heck did that happen no that's something you keep in the closet you know and if you dare say anything oh. now you get sued or you lose your job mm -hmm. um the next time it was to do with um if you're disgruntled, you can go into a church and whack everybody. If you go anywhere, all of a sudden, now, for any reason, if you get really ticked off, you can just go in and whack people. That never happened before. That was the first time. Right after CERN fired up that one time, about a week later, this was just, well, this is the way society is now. It's normal. It was never normal. The first time, it was shocking. Matter of fact, Sandy Hook never even happened. A bunch of actors, and the same actors were in the Boston uh, bombing. So, mm -hmm. I mean, this is all... Some of it's you just uh, you just killed this video right off of YouTube. <laughs> 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 Thanks, Jim. I, was, I, I, I say that's a badge of honor. Hey, Jim, we're, we are at the end of end of our broadcast. Any, right. Anything you'd like to, to, to finish this thing out with you go right ahead. Well, guys, gals, all of you, as the as the days approach, we're going to get weirder and weirder situations happening. Um, 
many people are not going to be interested to know why now, but very soon you're going to be victims of things that you're going to question your very sanity and what's going on. Please get a hold of me. Get a hold of uh, Daniel. I mean, we got a little bit of a handle on these things, and I think we can help you uh, get through it. Um, I just, I would like to close in a prayer. I'm just going to believe that everybody that's hearing this, as things progress and get weird, that God is going to show you and prepare you uh, emotionally to be able to ride this through in victory. Lord, I just, I come before you right now, and I pray for the audience that's listening, and as it's archived, anybody that's listening in the future. I just pray, Lord, that you'll give them calm hearts, that you'll show them your plan, that they can have trust in your plan, in your word, and stand upon it, and not all the goofy crap that's going on and the manipulations, that great tribulation is an agitation of space-time and and uh, and dimension, and not just the uneasy political situations on Earth. Help us to see things for what they really are, but more important, give us the emotional stability and the soundness and the peace that passes all understanding when we put our trust in you. Help everybody to get deeper into the word, get deeper into knowing you personally and hiding in the special places that you can take them in a depth of a relationship. We just thank you and praise you in your mighty and precious name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, uh, great prayer there, uh, Jim Wilhelms. And I appreciate you coming on the Edge broadcast. Can we have you on again sometime? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, when you just set up the time and I'll be there for you. And then we and then we got to still coordinate figure out how we can uh, create some memes or uh, some some, uh, some parodies. <laughs> be great, man. Some, some parodies, man. Uh, okay. So, yeah. Okay, Jim, I appreciate you, man. Right. Stay safe up there in Detroit. All right, Daniel. God bless, man. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, everybody, that was Jim Wilhelmsen back on the Edge broadcast. This program will begin to replay in the, the player about an hour from now as it gets transcoded up to YouTube. And I, I don't think it'll be banned, but who knows? Don't know. Next week, we're going to have with us uh, Fred Burke, who's going to be talking about hidden knowledge. Follow that up the following week with uh, Josh Lewis, going to be talking about life after death or life in the, another world and coming back. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm a bit confused. You die and you go, but are you still alive when you're on the other side? I, I guess you never die. You just go somewhere and you come back. We'll find out all about that in about two weeks. All right. Uh, thank you for all your great questions, everybody. Uh, love you all. Daniel Ott for The Edge. Bye-bye.
he's a supernatural plowboy and he dressed up kind of strange. And at first, I didn't see him being out there on the run. Yeah, but that old hat that he's wearing is shining brighter than the sun. And when my eyes adjusted to the flashing of a smile, yeah, I saw his invitation. Say, come on, Barry, we'll go riding for a while. We rode along together for more than half a day. Right through the changing weather, the sky was all turning gray. Chilly winds were blowing, oh, cold was cutting deep. Yeah, then it started snowing. The trail was getting steep. I was just about to turn around, head back the way we came. Somehow, without a sound, I heard him call my name. And looking up, I saw that we was high up on this ridge. And he took me by my arm, led me right over to the edge. Hey, I was so scared I couldn't find a single word to say. You know, there's 10,000 feet of empty air, and it's just about an inch away. But a million miles was out beyond the waving of his hand. I was looking through his eyes, right into another man. He said, this is my father's ranch, as far as you can see. He made it out of nothing, every branch, every tree. The stars, all the mountains, rivers, streams, the oceans, the fountains, and the valley of your dreams. I know that place you're looking for, that place you long to be. Truth is, I'm the only door. You're gonna have to pass through me. Bending back, I tip my hat to look him in the eye. But he just smiled, gave me confidence. Go ahead and try. Huh. It was now or never, and I, I knew I had to start. So I took that step, and, and I went falling straight in through his heart. The first thing that I noticed coming out the other side, hey, all my fears had vanished. He taught me how to fly. Oh, yeah, there's a cosmic cowboy, and he rides a starry range. He's a supernatural plowboy. He is dressed up kind of strange. To think I, I nearly missed him being out there on the run. That old hat that he's wearing is shining right into the sun. Everybody's adjusted to the flashing of a smile. I saw a 